0: Hello listeners, this is your host and Ruto, Kat. Welcome to this month's Patreon bonus episode, Jeff Stormer's Big Fight Feel. For this game, I was joined by Aaron for what proved to be something incredibly fun. We had a blast both doing the recording and working on post-production for this game, so I can't wait for you to hear it. Before you do, I'd just like to remind you that you can get a couple of really great offers from our affiliate links with IWTV and Grinding Coffee Company. Check those out in the show notes if you have the chance. I think that's all I have to cover, so without further ado, here is your main event for this evening. Listen up, nerds. Marking out With My Girlfriend, the best wrestling and or tangent podcast on the internet has a new affiliate.
1: That's right. We're now affiliated with Independent Wrestling TV.
0: And let me tell you, we clawed our way up to this deal. We earned it with blood, sweat, and tears. And guess what? They are stuck with us.
1: If you visit iwtv.live/go/so says media and enter code so says media, you get five days of all the best independent wrestling for free. After that, it's only ten dollars a month to watch live events and the entire back catalog.
0: By using our promo code so
1: says media, you get all
0: that free trial to watch our favorites like GCW, ICW, No Holds Barred, and H two
1: O. Or something not hardcore, like Beyond, Pure J, and Black Label Pro.
0: Now go watch some wrestling dweeb, because we're not going anywhere until you do. So Aaron, what are we going to be playing today?
1: Today we're playing Big Fight Feel by Jeff Stormer.
0: The Jeff Stormer? Yeah. Yeah. Jeff has said multiple times the best way to get him to listen to your podcast is by talking about him or his games or playing his games and then telling him you played his game or talked about him. So we're playing Big Fight Feel, which is a wrestling game. An RPG of marquee matches and longtime rivalries. This is our first podcast crossover episode.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it is. This is a combination chicks with dice and marking out with my girlfriend.
0: Yep. This is going to be exciting. I think we have some ideas for this. I don't know that... Have you come up with a character concept? I have a character. I have...
1: I've gone through all the questions. And I think I have some answers that I'd like to get to, if it still fits when we get to those. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've been looking at this over the past couple of days, and it just looks so neat. I I love this kind of thing.
0: I haven't been looking at it all that much, because I've been writing games all week this week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you've been kind of busy.
0: Yeah. You know what I like to do for these is read the game. So, at last, it has come down to this. Two wrestlers in the middle of a ring. The referee rings the bell. For a moment, the crowd goes silent. As two competitors face each other, taking in the moment. Tonight, your rivalry ends. All of the history, the heartbreak, and the hatred comes to a head right now. There will be blood. There will be violence. And at the end of this, there will be a winner and a loser. But before then... There is silence.
1: I love that intro so much. It's just so perfect. It's really
0: pretty. This is an RPG for two players. Together, you will capture a moment in time exploring the history and tension in the air at the start of a legendary fight between longtime rivals. One of you will play the face, the hero, the beloved, the Technico. The crowd loves you. They shower you in cheers when you enter the ring. They want nothing more than to see you win. Eren will be playing the face today. Who would have guessed? The other will play the heel, the villain, the monster, the Rudo. The crowd despises you. Booze and trash rain down as you enter. If you win tonight, there might well be a goddamn riot in the streets. So this game is played by taking turns asking a sequence of 16 questions in any order. I believe it's eight of them are for the face, eight of them are for the heel. Yep. Then, after all of those 16 questions have been answered we together answered the final questions. Three questions that wrap up how the match actually went.
2: Ladies, gentlemen, and friends beyond the binary, this is your main event of the evening. This match is scheduled for one fall. With a 60 minute time limit, introducing From the Grand Line, she is the Cursed Sapphire, Chelsea Infinity! And her opponent from the 8th Sea, the Pirate Queen, Cassandra So,
0: how do we want to do this? Do we want to roll a d16 and
1: answer questions in random order? We could do that. At least get started, maybe. Because after that, like, we can just kind of pick out what fits what we're talking about. I rolled a 13. 13 is a question for the face.
0: What did the heel do to
1: you that can never be forgiven? So, I actually think before we got to this match, we had a previous feud. Oh. Because I think we'd mentioned before that we want to do the tag team idea we've we've been brewing up for the past year now. Yes. (laughs) So yeah, previously we had a tag team. And at some point that team broke up. And we had a terrible feud then. And I think what you did was you forced me into a position... Where I had to injure you to get through a match.
0: Oh, okay. At the end of our
1: last feud storyline.
0: The end of our last feud, you had to injure me. And that goes against your character and your principles. And that's like a
1: big no-no for a face to have to do is like shoot injure someone. Yep. But you wouldn't get through the match Like, whether it was kayfabe, whether it was shoot, I don't think we need to go into that here. But in order to finish up that match, I had to injure you and put you out for a few months.
0: Okay, I like that. That's intense. Number eight.
1: For the heel, what is the face's hidden weakness?
0: Uh, Ooh, that's a good question. I think the biggest weakness that the face has is that she... Ooh. hmm. I mean, like, her bad back is not a hidden weakness. That's an obvious weakness.
1: That's well documented.
0: Her hidden weakness is a fear that if it goes the same way the last rivalry went, she loses the crowd. Oh. So if if you have to injure me again, there's a chance that you start getting heat
1: instead of shine in this match,
0: and it doesn't work out well for you.
1: So after that last feud when I injured, I probably had to do like a whole redemption story after that for the crowd.
0: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. The crowd was not happy with the fact that
0: their hero had to hurt someone. No. Do you think that like it involved like assume the ref threw up the X for, you know, whatever actually happened? Yes. Did
1: they bring the stretcher to the ring? I have an idea in my head. Do you want me to play it out? Yeah, I'd love to. Okay. So what I think would have happened was this is like the end of like a 20 minute brawl, like no DQ, false count anywhere kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Where we're in the ring. I shoot you into one of the corners, turn you around, run back to the ropes, come back and hit that like a halluva kick. Okay. Like Sami Zayn's kick Mm -hmm. to the back of your head. And you like crumple. Oh, so
0: it's a concussion. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's 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 dastardly that's downright healish. I know, right? I think like as part of that rivalry, there was an interview uh, you know, during that I did during, you know, the healing process where I mentioned that I was a little bit proud of you for
1: how evil you were. Oh. Oh goodness. And that really didn't help you. No. Oh, that would probably be like in the middle of that redemption arc then. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm out of commission but still cutting promos. You need to embrace that evil you displayed in the ring that night because it helped you win. It helped you win then. And everyone knows you need all the help you can get to win again. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so yeah, your biggest weakness is a fear that maybe I was right, and you do have to cheat to win and you do have to injure to win and you lose the crowd because of that okay yeah god this game is
1: fun (laughs) we've done two questions
0: (laughs) i know okay we rolled a
1: four on the d16 that time
0: after rolling an eight and a 13 again
1: (laughs) Uh, for number four was another question for the heel what do i have that you want more than anything
0: the answer is probably the crowd
1: like the crowd reaction to a baby face or the crowd's attention as a performer?
0: The crowd support the not the not so much the reaction, but like the, you know, autograph line, the merch sales, things like that. OK, where we didn't have that as a tag team. And then after your redemption arc, they gave you like a pretty significant push because that redemption arc worked really well with the crowd. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, as a tag team, we were probably just curtain openers, weren't we?
0: Yeah. We definitely didn't have the prestige of some of the other tag teams. You know, if we were on a network show, we'd probably do dark matches. Yeah, But if we're doing indies, we were curtain openers. So, yeah, I think it's it's the fans that you have. Not so much the crowd, but the fans, you know. Taking that six-month break or whatever it was because of my injury didn't exactly help merch sales and then you got this big push yeah and i didn't because i was still recovering ring rust for most of that time yep number 10
1: that's another one for the heel <laughs> okay while we're building up everything with you going that works so number 10 is what is your greatest strength
0: oh um, oh my greatest strength is within kayfabe at least the willingness i guess the There's a word for it that I can't remember. I guess, like, not not longevity, but, like,
1: endurance. Okay. Your ability to just, like, keep going through everything?
0: Yeah. So, like, you know, it becomes... When I have matches, they tend to go very close to the time limit, if there's an established time limit or whatever. Tend to be, like... Drag out fights where it's, a, yeah, yeah there's a lot of striking involved because I just have that level of endurance from
1: kind of very much like a Minoru Suzuki kind of thing.
0: Right. Yeah. It's like, but it's, you know, it's a little bit of strength, but it's a lot of like cardiovascular endurance. Yeah. So you're able to keep going when other people are starting to get tired. And that's, you know, you outlast them. A lot of my strategy, it's similar to when Ophidian wrestled Warhorse for the IWTV Championship. Where the strategy is, like, outlast them. Okay, I get what you're saying now. Because once you've worn down Warhorse, it's only the man, Jake Parnell, left. (laughs) Yes,
1: I very much see what you're saying now.
0: So that's that's my idea for my greatest strength. A a little bit of that knowledge from the Master of Snake style. (laughs) I love it. Six. Face. What's your gimmick? And
1: what are you fighting for tonight? So, my gimmick is the pirate queen, Cassandra Emery. Now, that wasn't always her title, though. Mm -hmm. When we were tag team, she was the friendly pirate.
0: (laughs) The friendly pirate, okay.
1: Yeah, we were the curtain openers. We'd be there before the show helping set up. And I would think like a lot of our fans would have been like younger. Mm -hmm. So Cassandra was very like brightly colored in pirate garb.
0: Okay, I like that.
1: That held up like after our split and was part of what helped her build such a fan base.
0: I like that. So what are
1: you fighting for tonight? This is like an extended end of my redemption arc. I've already gone through the official one, one back the crowd and having the reactions from people as it was before. But now coming one-on-one with you Mm -hmm. is a chance to get that victory that I couldn't before without having to injure you, without having to cheat, without anything else, like a clean, solid victory. Okay,
0: I like that. But effectively what you're fighting for is... That clean win. Yes. The win that says, I don't have to cheat to win. I don't have to injure to win. I can wrestle clean and still come out on top because I have the talent for it. Yes. And my skill is enough that I don't have to resort to these underhanded tactics when others would.
1: Yeah, And it comes around to like a final proof to myself that the path I'd taken since we split up was proper. Mm Mm-hmm and what I should be doing. Right,
0: right. Okay, let's roll that dice. 12.
1: For the heel. what did the face do to force you to cross the point of no return?
0: I think it was at the start of our first feud, when the tag team broke up. We had been on a pretty significant losing run.
1: I figured that would be mainly me, either getting pinned or not able to break up pins properly.
0: Right, well, like, in, in part that, but like it would be like little moments where you'd get like you'd get rocked and then end up getting pinned while i was otherwise indisposed and yeah it built up a resentment because you kept getting pinned yeah and i you know i just wanted the win so i tried to hand you like a chair and you kicked it back out of the ring and then immediately got rolled up for a three count
1: oh okay so you wanted to push the team into more of a heel move as it was
0: right because i was just so sick of losing it's like okay let's just get a win yeah one win no matter how we have to do it because i can't keep losing and then that broke up the team and we had a couple of matches against each other where you know It went either way. Yeah, we kept trading
1: back and forth.
0: we were trading back and forth for a while. And usually when I won, there was
1: something underhanded that happened. Which would have solidified to you that those underhanded tactics were how to win.
0: Right. And it was that like loss with the injury was the first time where the underhanded tactics didn't work for me winning. Yeah. That changed a whole lot of how I viewed things, partly because underhanded tactics are what won it for you.
1: Yeah. So that would have been kind of weird. So
0: like the the thing that's unforgivable is that you are not unforgivable, but um, caused me to cross the point of no return was that you had to cheat to win too. How else are we going to, you know, like, what else do we say other than this is a great way to win. And if winning's what matters, because winning gets you a bigger payday, let's keep doing it. And you said no. Okay. And that kind of like ruined the tag team forever for me. You're not committed to winning. You're committed to some high-minded ideal, and I just
1: want to win. Yeah, there was no going back after that. Yeah, that's good. I mean, it's heel. It's not good. Yes.
0: (laughs) Number 15, for the face. What does the heel have that you want more than anything?
1: I think right now... You're right, it's what it is right now. I had to cheat and injure to win. hmm You've gotten your wins through cheating and injuring.
0: So I have vindication and you want that.
1: I want to be proven right in that I don't have to do those things. hmm But I can't say that unless I beat you tonight. I like that. It's kinda of cool we're building this whole thing off this one idea of which way is the proper way to win. <laughs> mm-hmm
0: for the face number 11 what's the heels hidden weakness
1: what is the heels hidden weakness as much as okay yeah i just went completely blank on this one sorry that's okay i mean like
0: the obvious weakness the non-hidden weakness is i guess the fact that you know
1: exactly how to injure me if you have to resort to that? Well, it's like I know my way around you because we were probably like training partners as well, right? So I, th- I think your hidden weaknesses. Is... You don't want to do what I did to you.
0: I don't want to actually injure you. you I, I don't want to cause a shoot injury. Yeah. So my hidden weakness is that I'm not willing to
1: go that far. Yeah, like anyone else, you know, sure, you'll put 110% into that match and take whatever comes out of it. But against me, because we came up through the system together, because we've worked so closely together, you don't want to do that. And you're a little bit worried that you could.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, that's cool number nine what is your gimmick and what are you fighting for tonight
0: okay so we started out as a pirate themed tag team right yeah you know it it was kind of fun to do i kind of talked you into it maybe (laughs) probably definitely (laughs) so originally my gimmick was the pink sapphire chelsea infinity Mm -hmm. but after i turned heel i started being the cursed sapphire chelsea infinity i love that name So much. That's like your random name generator. Yeah. That got me to Sapphire, and then I was like, ooh, the cursed Sapphire, because that's pirate themed. And then Chelsea Infinity was from the hippie name generator.
1: (laughs) I do have one question here. Yes. Did you keep any of the pirate theme after we split?
0: Yes, because it worked really well as like an evil pirate rather than a friendly pirate. Okay. So, like, part of it was like in Kayfabe having the whole like pirate aesthetic become more like ghostly and spectral and creepy oh okay so like you know skull makeup coming out to the ring because you know the cursed pirate turned into a skeleton and everything like that yep. Like pirates of the caribbean which was popular
1: at the time you best start believing in ghost stories
0: <laughs> and yeah so that that's that's the whole gimmick is yeah you know, like an evil pirate skeleton lady versus a good pirate A colorful pirate? (laughs) A colorful pirate. What if the match is billed as the Shipyard Showdown?
1: (laughs) Do we actually have to wrestle in the shipyard? No, we don't. We still in our ring. Okay, good. (laughs) But like the pay-per-view is pirate themed? Yes. Okay. But
0: done with better pirate theming than this year's Mania. Well, yeah.
1: That, that's a given.
0: Pirate theme
1: deserved a little better. Yeah. Than what we got with COVID, but whatever. I mean, they're going back to Tampa Bay next year, so.
0: True. They probably won't do the pirate thing though, right? Maybe. Maybe. Will Kevin Owens jump off the WrestleMania sign again?
1: I'd love to see him do it. I would curse and not look, but I'd love to see him do it.
0: <sighs> that was a pretty hype moment, though. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I think is better over two days.
1: Definitely. I like the setup, kind of like Wrestle Kingdom then.
0: Yeah, it's a bit more palatable to have, you know, the two four-hour shows versus one eight-hour show. Yeah. Because I can't dedicate an entire
1: work day to watching wrestling. Now, if they do the pirate thing again, do we get a one-time rejoining of the Kabuki Warriors so Kyrie Sane can do a proper pirate intro?
0: <laughs> I would love that, but I also respect that Kyrie Sane just wants to be a normal person for a while. Yeah, not totally.
1: We went completely off track here.
0: We did. It is a wrestling slash tangent podcast.
1: No, this is the RPG one. We're not supposed to do this.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, what am I fighting for tonight? The orphans. I don't know. <laughs> That's not you'll think to do.
1: No, it's really not. You're fighting to burn down the orphanage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I think I'm fighting because I want to prove to you that it basically my goal, just like your goal, is to prove that I'm right.
1: You want to hold on to that vindication.
0: Yes. I want you to have to admit that you were wrong. And that the most effective
1: path to victory
0: is the shortest one. Yeah, I can see that. Okay, number
1: fourteen. For the heel. What is significant about the venue where the fight is happening tonight?
0: I mean, we kinda already talked about that with the pirate theming. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they like dedicated the whole pay per view to building up this showdown.
0: Okay, yeah, I guess this is this this has to be live. It probably wouldn't be a pre tape.
1: This is fantasy wrestling world. We can do live shows in front of crowds,
0: right? So what's special about the venue is that like similar to how with like tables, ladders, and chairs matches, you have like the ladders outside the ring, except that there are like fucking what are they called? Bow sprints. Okay, that like kind of jut out over the ring so you can do even higher flying spot monkey moments
1: yep and i'm sure they were put to good use throughout the whole night
0: of course there was one you know it basically a a bar fight but balanced on a bowsprit oh like um
1: like a scaffold match
0: yeah like a scaffold match you know they made sure that the outside of the ring was a little bit more padded than normal because people were going to be higher yeah
1: definitely but
0: it's a very well themed match but that's not the signif- that's details about the venue that's not yeah. the significance of the venue the venue is significant because it is a hometown match for both of us okay So we're wrestling in basically the city where we learned to wrestle. The home arena
1: for our wrestling school. Is the school connected to the arena at all?
0: I don't think so. Okay. I think this is a big big venue.
1: Okay. So this is like in the downtown. And we probably learned in one of the outskirts.
0: Right. So this is like, this is at like the... The local hockey team arena. Okay, yeah. And the school just happens to be in that city. Yeah. So it's like a a homecoming match for us, though, which makes it even more exciting and more important because, like, we're out there to prove it to ourselves, but also to show our trainers and coaches how far we've come and everything yeah i get to see that in person and that's important because we have family
1: there too can i insert a little something in here too yeah go for it i would imagine that in like the weeks leading up to this we would have been taking turns shooting vic- vignettes like at important areas of the, the city, city. One of us is doing it in the old wrestling studio. One of us is doing it at the high school gym. Okay, what, what, what city are we in then? Oh, geez. Regina. <laughs> We're in Regina. <laughs> We're not in Regina. Welcome to Saskatoon Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's like a major city. It's not like a Toronto or a New York City or anything. Those are two very different kinds of city. They're both the most well-known. Okay, that's fair. I would think it's something like a Hamilton or a Newark. The thing about
0: Newark is that it's like right there in the New York metropolitan area. So it's kind of difficult to differentiate. Like, I mean, it's a fairly short train ride to the city from Newark. I know, but
1: it's the same thing in Hamilton where you go up the highway and Toronto's right there. But it's just kind of, it's one of those places that just kind of overshadowed. What about Trenton? We could do Trenton. Because
0: that's like the city that has a lot of like a lot of poverty and it's kind of like overshadowed by the fact that it's in the middle of New York and Philadelphia. Okay. And there's a lot of like actually pretty amazing spots to do promos. I think Trenton makes sense because it's like a city that's not it's definitely not like
1: a high rise type city, you know? Yeah. And we probably like politicked pretty hard in the back to get like this match on this card in this city.
0: Yes, we both basically had to cash in every favor possible to get this match, (laughs) which actually technically answers question number one. We like basically had to give up all of the favors that people owed us all of the like little bits of clout that we had built up.
1: Yeah. And like, if this match doesn't go over well, we're both probably getting buried right afterwards.
0: Yes. So question number one is face. What did you put on the line to make this match happen?
1: Every favor, every contact I could find. (laughs) And question number two for the heel. Why did the face have to put this on the line to make this match?
0: entirely entirely because the company was like okay but you two guys are mid carters i don't want to book you for the big event on the pay-per-view like nobody's gonna be that excited for a grudge match between two mid carters
1: yeah like as important as like the redemption arc was as much fun as it was for us to do our original feud we never hit that top spot with it
0: right you were still selling merch because you know, popular with the kids. Yep. But we, yeah, we didn't get the the kind of push that we would have like made this billing make sense. Yeah, I like that. So let's just go down the list of ones we haven't answered yet. Sure. Face, why is tonight the only night this match can
1: happen? I'm going to say like, aside from we've cashed in everything to have it tonight in this venue, like in story wise, the two of us are on a collision course whether the company's ready or not. Mm Mm-hmm. How much of that is a shoot collision? I don't want to say all of it, but probably a lot. Like I figure, when I injured you, I probably wasn't going to actually injure you. Storyline, it looked like that, but shoot, I was more going to like give you a little wake up call, maybe. Right. And bo- and botched it a little bit, and it led to that.
0: Oh, oh, that's a toe botch. Yep.
1: <laughs> so why is night the only ma- night this match can happen? Because you came back the previous month. Mm-hmm. I'd gotten through like the Redemption arc and I was feuding with one of the mid to top tier heel factions at the time.
0: Okay. Do we want to name this heel faction?
1: I did last night. I called them the Aggression Syndicate.
0: The Aggression Syndicate? Mm. <laughs> the aggression syndicate. <laughs>
1: it's like that sounds like something you'd find at, at a small town wrestling show.
0: Or is it just 440 and we all still hate Ohio?
1: Yeah, it's pretty the same thing, I guess.
0: Fuck Ohio. For any of our listeners in Ohio, fuck Ohio. But also please keep listening. <laughs> fuck Ohio.
1: At the last pay-per-view, that whole thing had been had been done up. And for the house show afterwards, I had come out for like an opening the show segment. Mm-hmm. Just to talk on the mic and thanking the fans and this and that and, and that. And the aggression syndicate would have come out and ended up jumping me, which would have brought you out. Like your music hits... You run into the ring and help fight them off, and then we're watching them leave, and I turn to see you, and you just give me a cutter out of nowhere. And then from there, you, like, grab the microphone, get right in my face, and you're just like, This isn't over,
0: but it will be when I bury you at the Shipyard Showdown this Saturday on IWTV.
1: Because this show gets hosted on IWTV like we do.
0: Just plug IW... Let's take a moment here uh, plug our IWTV affiliate link, which you can find in the episode description.
1: And also in the mid-card that'll or the mid-roll that I'll put in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what did you have to give up to get where you are? I think we've kind of already answered that, no? You had to give up your record of being a clean wrestler.
1: Yeah. A lot of things I do now are under a lot more of a microscope.
0: Right, because there's a little bit of a, is she an unsafe worker?
1: Mm-hmm. Both from the front and the back.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a pretty important thing to give up. Did we do your greatest strength? Uh, we haven't. Okay, what is your greatest strength? Is it a fanatical devotion to the Pope? <laughs> um,
1: No. I would say at this point, the greatest rank is probably still the fans in that anyone across the ring for me is going to get booed. Mm-hmm. So it's like that could both be used to get me over, but anyone on the other side is going to get heat like immediately. Right. I think the next one we have is number 16. Which I think
0: is that means we've done everything, eh?
1: Yeah, that, that's the last one. So question number 16. What are you willing to do tonight to protect what you have?
0: Okay, I don't plan on cheating tonight. I don't plan on injuring or... I'm going to win clean, just to rub it in your face that I'm that much better than you,
1: even when I don't cheat. Oh, you've already got, like, the vindication of we both had to cheat to win, so now you're going to play my game.
0: Right, I'm going to beat you at your own game. Oh. So the thing that I'm willing to do is wrestle clean and make it, like, a match where... I basically use that as an attempt to get the crowd on my side and steal the crowd from you because I know that's what you fear the most.
1: Okay.
0: So it's a very like psychological. Like, if I play the part of the face, then there's a chance that this just completely ruins it for you.
1: We get like a Bret Stone Cold moment out of this, maybe,
0: mm-hmm. or like mid match, uh, a mid match turn
1: yeah the fans don't even know it's happening until they're well into it
0: right do i come out with my old entrance music and without the skull makeup yeah just to like this wasn't this wasn't something that you were informed of as part of the booking but just as like a psychological game
1: yeah like we would have had our meeting backstage to go over the spots and everything Mm mm-hmm and then go off to get ready. So I hadn't seen you since probably halfway through the show.
0: Right. So you just had no idea that I was coming out as, what did I say, the the orange sapphire, the pink sapphire. sapphire?
1: The orange sapphire?
0: It's a, it's a pod paracha. Okay. They're like an orangey pink. I
1: was thinking orange Cassidy. That's,
0: that's where oh, my brain I was always goes. I an actual type of sapphire. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry for my knowledge of corundum. So yeah, when you come out tonight, you've got like the old tag team music. You're being introduced as the pink sapphire Chelsea Infinity. And it just gets directly in your head. Yep. Now you're you're the heel in this and there's no title line, so you would be coming out first too. Mm-hmm. So then I'm in the back going, What the f-? <laughs> what is she doing?
0: And I'm like I'm like high fiving all the kids. Yep. <laughs> just to like really rub it in. And like, you know, the the whole the heelishness comes from the fact that I'm Basically stealing your shine.
1: Yeah. That is that is some meta heat. Holy crap.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's imaginary wrestling, so we can have meta heat.
1: Yes. Because in this world, you know, our fans are a little bit smart, but they don't bring it to the show.
0: Right. Everyone fully invests in kayfabe. Yeah. Okay, so the final questions. Dun, dun, dun. What moment will people remember long after the match ends? So the
1: first one that I would think of is we set up the spot where you got injured again. Mm -hmm. Like I'm in the corner, you come in, splash and miss. I hit the ropes and go for the halluva kick. Mm -hmm. But we do it right this time. So it's not botched, catch you just right. So you know that when you've been tagged and you react accordingly. Mm -hmm. So it's like the crowd sees this and gets like a little flashback. And it's just that moment of silence and worry
0: Right, and I think part of it is I don't oversell, but I sell it believably. Yeah, you don't crumple down this time. I think I do, just to play more mind games with you. Basically, it looks like an exact
1: mirror image of that spot. Okay, and the referee, like, jumps on you immediately?
0: Right, the ref jumps and does a check, and I give him the hand squeeze just to let him know I'm good, this, you know, playing possum. I think I actually arranged that uh, as part of like the discuss. I basically told the referee, if we're, do- if we're doing this spot again, I'm going to act like I'm legitimately injured again. This is just a, it's a, it's part of the
1: spot. Even a fake throwing up the X. Mm, you don't want to fake that. Uh, yeah. Even in fantasy wrestling, no.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair. The ref like sells it for me as well. Yeah. And you have a moment of like,
1: oh my God, I f-ed it up again. You know what? when we go over the spots in the back, I think this is your idea to do the spot again. Yeah. And then you don't tell me that you're going to do the same outcome.
0: Right. So like, I'd say, I, I okay, we're going to do this spot again. I, you know, I'm going to give you a chance to get it right this time.
1: Don't, don't give me another concussion, please. Yeah. So then the ref goes, checks on you, gets the hand squeeze, comes off, tells me, yeah, she's okay. So I probably drag you out from the corner then and go for a pin and it's like one two two point nine seven and the crowd goes completely nuts that you're not injured again
0: right i think at that point i counter roll you up and get the three because you're just so shocked i think that's the end of the match is
1: which is number 18
0: the heel wins but like throughout the match. We weren't really sure who the heel was anymore.
1: Yeah, it was kind of up in the air for most of it. Where we wrestled a ninety five percent clean match, right? But each of us got a little something in there.
0: Mhm. So like, I think we had a turn like mid match somewhere, and you like yeah that the whole thing of you attempting the move that injured me in the first place. The crowd was shocked, and like at that point, I think they turn on you.
1: Yeah. They don't like seeing that again.
0: No. It's like, why go back to that spot? Yeah. It'd be like if they did another fucking Skyjack spot at the next AEW pay-per-view. I'd be like, okay, Matt Hardy, please don't die.
1: Yeah. Like, there's just some things where the fans don't want to see it again. hmm And this would be one of those things, but we managed to pull it off and bring it around.
0: Right. And then the last question is, what comes next for both competitors?
1: Well you're on a big face run right now then
0: yeah I so the thing is after I'm okay and everything like that I don't know that it's like I think you know it's not a full turn so much as just like for that match okay it was a turn so you're still booked as like a you're still booked in a face run and everything like that too it's just you had this loss that like you didn't really expect and you didn't lose because you were like beat up or anything like that that you know there was no like big finishing move
1: it was a technical finish
0: right and it was you were just tired because it was a long match and you like you know we we set it up so it, you were just tired because it was a long match yep and i outlasted you like my plan always was yeah yeah so what comes next for us i think i think i get on the mic after the match do like an in-ring promo while you're s- sitting there in disbelief yeah, j- just in the corner, like dead faced. Like, like I'm talking to Like, what just happened? <laughs> it, st- it start playing my music, and I'm like,
2: "Your winner, the cursed sapphire, Chelsea Infinity."
0: Cut the music. Cut the music. I had to win fair and square tonight to prove it to you that at the end of the day. It doesn't matter how you wrestle. It just matters who gets the three count. Who gets to hit the pay window. And I know for a fact that my best chance of hitting that pay window is with my partner at my side. So what do you say? And then I reach out my hand and you know, help you up from the mat. And we both come out of it as... The, the Friendly Pirates, or whatever we were called again. <laughs> whatever it
1: was. I'm sure we come up with a cooler name now. Yeah. So then, does our old music hit again then?
0: Yes. I think the old music hits again. And then we can have a rivalry going with the Heel Faction, the, the Electric Company, or whatever you called them.
1: The Electric Company? Yes. That, that works.
0: What were they called? Aggression Company?
1: Aggression Syndicate.
0: Uh oh. Same thing. <laughs> Not even close. Yeah, so we have... Then we have a feud with the Aggression Syndicate that
1: goes on for a while. And that moves up. Like, we start probably in the mid-card with that one. Mm-hmm. Because people, like... The backstage is like, okay, people have kind of seen this already, at least halfway. But then it gets a lot more popular, and we start moving it up the card to, like, second main event kind of status by the end. I think that works. I like that.
0: Okay, Aaron, that was fun.
1: Oh, that was so much fun actually (laughs) i love that any way to close out the episode yeah i guess we should close out the episode
0: so i will sign us off the way that i do every episode of marking out with my girlfriend i guess it's probably the best way to do it it's the most fun at least it is the most fun thank you everyone for listening it's been a joy to have you here and remember be gay and do crimes bang Number 15, Burger King foot lettuce. The last thing you want on your Burger King burger is someone's foot fungus. But that's just what you might get. I'm sorry.